Welcome back, everyone. It's Radio Tulum. Uh, feel the love in everything you do. It's uh, my show, All As One. Um, we've got a little bit of a switch around today. Uh, Mandeep's come on, Mr. Radio Tulum, uh, Mr. Live Hive, Mr. Boheme. He's uh, come on and he wants to interview me, switch it around a little bit. So uh, welcome, Mandeep. Thank you. Sam, thank you very much. You know, Sam and I were talking yesterday and Sam was, you know, we've known each other for a while and Sam was telling me his story and I found it very, very profound that we haven't done an interview and talked about your history to become the man of sustainability. I didn't mean to rhyme or the, anything. The, 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 the man of sustainability. So that's a big call. It is, but I mean, you know, uh, a man must travel a long journey to uh, get to anything. So let's uh, tell us how it all, not just how sustainability started, tell us a little bit of history of where you come from and 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 uh, the, the basis of me I'm I'm from the UK as you can hear by my accent but uh, been in construction for many years and I came over here like everyone else with a bit of a dream and uh, to make money to make money and uh, I was your stereo stereotype of a developer that's here and he's gonna come and he's gonna make money and he's gonna destroy the area he's just gonna take take everything and leave um, and then I bought some land, I went through the whole process and then we got walked onto my land and I realised I can't do this. All I've ever really done is been involved in taking down old buildings, putting new buildings up. When you go into the jungle, um, something changes in you because you're actually destroying stuff. And uh, I, I guess the becoming, uh, becoming conscious, uh, it happened almost instantly and uh, off the back of that decided to educate myself uh, in sustainability and how we can construct consciously and uh, move forward in that manner. Well, take me back a little bit. So you were always a developer, destroying and building a lot of things. Uh, no, not always. A not always. I mean, a developer. not always. I mean, but you, you yeah, came, so you, you came as a developer. I, yeah, I came here. Your, your as recent a history before coming here was, was a developer. Uh, of course, of course. In, the, yes. in London. In, 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 in London, England? I built in London. I built in Norway. I built all, all, all over the place. So okay, I've, so. Yeah. Why development? Why why did you choose development? How did uh, that how did that go come my, about? My family, my family is a, a my my dad's a builder. Came it came naturally to me. I was actually I left school and went into the air force. Um, Mum's got this kind of more of a, a hippier side to her, and dad's more of a um, conservative side to him, shall we say? And he 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 wanted me to go in the air force when I was seventeen. School really wasn't my thing. I was. Uh, Dyslexic at school. At school, I'm dyslexic now. I mean, it's uh, something I always like to openly talk about. And uh, the struggle through school, and this is why when I had Valeria on the show from the international school, it was really, it was really something to actually see what she's doing and see how special it is because that way of educating would have helped me directly for all the way back then. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I, I guess that I went into the Air Force. I came out of the Air Force. I came out of the Air Force after... Uh, about a year and a, a year and a bit, um, and it was uh, several reasons. But uh, one of the main reasons was the Iraq War, and the Iraq War was starting, and I didn't agree with it. And I didn't agree with it. My mum, I so I, I remember calling my mum up and saying, "I, I don't want to do this." I don't. And she, she was, she was so happy. She was like, "Leave." And then obviously, if I was leaving, I was then going into work for my dad. That was just always going to happen. So from there, that's I guess that's my history. And then I got here alone, and uh, and it, it went from there really. So, so tell me, was it a? You said you got here to be a part of the gold rush. Uh, how did you hear about Tulum, first of all? 
I came to Tulum six years ago, uh, just on. How did you hear about uh, uh, on, on on vacation? And I I actually. I got my fingers burnt when I first got here. So I, I, ke- I met... Heaven we are. Yeah. And I, I'm, I met a couple in London. Um, I'm still in contact with her. They're a married couple, but now they're divorced and uh, still in contact with the wife. Her name's Sophia. And, but the, of course you are. <laughs> come on. Uh, um, uh, uh, but uh, uh, Alex, the other guy, he, I went into business with a real estate agency with him. Um, and let's just say it, it, it didn't work out. But in that time, I managed to purchase some land. And, uh, and until I came to the, the, the time when I actually walked onto it to start planning to build, and I was just went, wow, I, there's, you know, there's toucans in the trees. It, literally, it was it, we saw a toucan that first day. It was just, it was insane. Like the wildlife, the animals, the trees. And, and, and I just thought, I, I can't do it. So... First of all, I wanted Can't to sell. Can't do what exactly? Kill it, kill everything, destroy, destruction with no no conscious, no no, no plan behind it. But, so you weren't you had developed other projects before, and there wasn't any kind of dialogue previous to that no, about sustainability or, or or because you're building in the cities and, and everything around you is already kind of destroyed so, so you don't view it exactly if you're knocking down an old building and putting a new building up it's, it's just concrete essentially so you're not you, you don't feel it it's, it's not in your face this hit me it was in my face um there was no getting away from it that i was i was killing stuff um, essentially, when you take down an old building, it's already the damage has already been done anyway. So, uh, yes, you can be uh, more conscious in the fact of renewable energies, etc. But it, it's it, it doesn't have the same feel to it. Yeah, of course. And and tell me about the process because what I really love about you, Sam, is that you're a dedicated man. You know, if you pick something. Uh, you know, you obsessive. I think the word is. Yeah, I think <laughs> that'd be a, a better word, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, at the birth of the obsession, what was what was the question you were seeking, or or what were you trying to answer as a developer? How did like you know how did it start the germinating this idea? Okay, um, so it started by thinking okay I can't do this let's put the land up for sale let's put it up for sale um, and then realizing the people just rejected development and, altogether. Oh, yeah, no th- this area I was going through a, a rough patch anyway uh, some personal issues with uh, you know I came out of a, a long-term relationship and and I was almost like I, I'm, I'm done I, I, this isn't for me this is the wrong wrong path and then people are appro- approaching and they they the obvious the develops developers what are you going to do i'm going to destroy it and i just held i had something that i i, I something that connected me and i said no i'm going to sit and we uh, with my partner and we sat and we designed i wish i had it with me now the our first felt tip drawing yeah <laughs> felt tip drawing of of what khan has become and uh, and we sat and then we decided to educate ourselves uh, both of us um and uh few years ago the word sustain sustainability wasn't even something that was you just you rarely heard it so to become a sustainable expert or a sustainable developer it's it's such new technologies and it's growing by the time Khan's finished it's it's there's going to be so much more on the market that can make you even more sustainable and even more and even more and even more so um the growth in this market and i guess this is why 
I feel I can talk about it now because it's self-education, it's a passion. And when you have a passion about something, you, you, you get into it and you learn it a lot more than someone who's just doing it for the wrong reasons, like many people here. Um, so what did you learn first? What, what, I, I guess we get to your question. At that beginning time, what does sustainability mean to you? Okay, it's a big question. I, always, I ask yeah, it every But go back to that time. I mean, we know what it means now because you answered it, I think, with, uh, on the Peter show. Yeah. Sustainability means to me... You know, what did it mean at that moment in time? You know, when you started to say, okay, let's educate ourselves. Did it mean that, that, the well, brick and mortar? Did it mean the trees? Did it mean everything? Uh, how did the, tell us a little I, bit about I, the process. I, I guess for me it was just realizing and how destructive I've been and becoming sustainable would be the only way I can have less of a footprint um, and not uh, and sustainability to me is as I learn is also to try and educate others within sustainability because it's going back if I go back from that first day yes it's the trees I went I need to I can't do I can't do this and then uh, but it, it progressed it, it, there's a lot of progress and you just you, you can go off in so many different tangents of sustainability and nobody is perfect and I always like to state that no one not me there's not I, there's not one perfect person on this planet not one sustainable 100% sustainable person because whatever you do you, there's something that you're going to have an impact on that's just a fact so I guess where I'm going with this um, sustainability to me is just all about growing and education um, and actually and actually doing something that's correct and we'll probably find out in years to come certain things that we've been doing that we think are sustainable aren't sustainable but it's just you know, trial and error it's in trial a lot and of, error. Uh, well i mean i mean i think sustainability living in an ancient land such as this where they've discovered 13,000 year old skeleton where people have been living off the land forever you know, sustainability existed. I mean, obviously, they had no choice. They they didn't have factories. They weren't destroying. It. They weren't building anything. They weren't. America didn't take over the oil, so you know, all the trucks didn't move forward. I mean, there's a lot of history that has created this uh, this sort of uh, destroy nature, uh, and especially in a place like Tulum, where it was built on this small little space, and all of a sudden exploding. I just want to know because there's a big call for a developer becoming sustainable. So what do you feel about this and, and how is the word sustainable change and, and how, do you, how do you compensate for these discrepancies? Um, I think uh, it needs to be got hold of um, this area. And as we said before, the, the rules for this area are they're brilliant the environmental rules are fantastic but no one seems to stick to them um uh, all as one uh, this show actually originally developed uh, in my head because i i wanted to start uh, a certification of uh, so making developers follow uh, a set of rules um on top of the government rules to to, to gain uh, some sort of certificate a gold star or what however you want to put it um that they've stuck to these rules uh, and then to then so they can market it because the fact is it, it's it's just money driven it's a, it, there's a gold rush here and uh, if we, if we can get people following a set of rules and you're you've been telling me about someone who is has these rules in place and there's there's companies in the states leader and the, probably the biggest and it is very nice but my biggest problem with it is how do you 
how do you um, tell a developer to follow these rules when they're not even following the the, the rules that they're they're meant to follow? Uh, so it's a, it's a new it's another set of rules, and not only that. Uh, obviously, it w this certification would come at a price, so they'd have to pay for those new set of rules too. So it's a, it's really difficult. Um, it's happening. It's happening, and it's it's uh, people are slowly getting educated on it, and there's there's a lot more understanding. It's new. It's new. No one expected this area to grow like it did. No, no one. No one was expecting. I mean, I've been here two years, and I, it's just insane. Yeah. Well, tell tell the developers. Tell me about a proud moment. When you made the choice and you're in your development, what was the proudest moment that you had where you felt, wow, this as is, a developer? That's a, a really easy question for me. Um, we moved 107 trees. We didn't cut them down. And when we actually, we, the biggest tree we moved was a big tree. And when we actually replanted it and realized that it survived and you know we had the um, crane in there hanging it around and replanting it, it was just looking around and thinking wow we're, we're actually doing something we're developers but we're making such an effort and it's some it was a proud moment it was like wow we are we're, we're, we're doing something and uh, it gives me we're the only ones as I know that have done that so far and I'd love to um, a little plug to uh, Green Living what a fantastic company they're doing fantastic work and they really really need other developers really need to be speaking to them because uh, the more people that do it, the cheaper it will become. Because uh, obviously, development is cost-driven too. Uh, for us, it was an expensive way to do things, but we wanted to show that you can do it. You don't have to be as destructive. There is stuff that dies, um, but we also, in the design phase, um, worked out a way to reintroduce the ecosystems completely. So the on Khan, they're they're basically like eggs uh, suspended in the jungle, and they. They're, they've got living walls all over them, so eventually it would just look like the jungle again. Yes, there's a development inside, but it's uh, you can you can live in luxury uh, and live eco-friendly, and we wanted to prove that point. Well, isn't that inherently a developer's wet dream, though? Is like you get fucking branding, you save the planet, and you get something very special and proud. And obviously, there's a price point if it is price-driven. Obviously, a sustainable development that is truly and genuine, sustainable, 80%, 85%. I don't know, what is the standard of sustainable at the moment in percentages? Can we, because you, you always say it's not 100%, brother. You know, so where are we in the standards of sustainability? Can we go 100%? Um, yeah, I, it, okay, this, I believe in 100% sustainability. I do believe in it. Um, but the reason I believe in it is because of education. I, I always say if you can educate someone about sustainability and then they go on and do it themselves, that's your message that's gone out there. So that makes you as a person more sustainable. That's that's my my theory. Um, but as a single development to look at it and can you be 100% sustainable? Um, you could, it, it's all down to each development and where uh, where they are. Um, it's It has to be all to do with the land and what, you ha what you've had to do to the land. Um, reintroducing everything, uh, obviously the correct water systems, etc. But it's you, you can you can be as sustainable as living as a human lets you. I mean, that's probably the easiest way to say it. Percentage-wise, I, I, I no. Think I mean, uh, you know, it. I mean, uh, it's it's not just a percentage. I'm just saying, what's the standard uh, movement that's happening and 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 what you've seen in your industry? Um, you know. My question, when Khan started, you started with a certain technology. You said something very interesting, and I also heard it from our maybe upcoming guests for next week <coughs> with, with a special show at Art With Me at the Pavilion. 
they also said sustainability starts at, at the pre-planning stage, at the pre-design stage. It starts as a strategy. Is this correct? It is. Um, it's, it has to start as a strategy. And uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of developers out there and I'm, I'm not going to sit and slate and tell people how bad they are because it's all about edu educating them, not putting them down. Uh, uh, it needs to start at a design phase. Developers out there, they see a need for it, but they design these buildings and then chuck a couple of things on just to make it, I say, ease their guilt um, and obviously to help with marketing. Uh, everyone's into the, the green thing at the moment and uh, yeah, if you've got that, if you've got some sort of green stamp, you essentially can sell your properties better. If they actually started it and in the planning stage like we did and said, okay, we've got this lovely piece of land, we want to have as least impact as we can, how can we go about that? That should be the first question, not how can we build a block of apartments and then, oh, okay, we need some renewable energy source because that's essentially what a lot of people are doing here. It's, it, it needs to be you in the solar panels yeah, and yeah, maybe a well or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it, it, needs, it just needs to be in the pre-planning. People should be developing around that concept, not around, okay, we need to make a ton of money. We need to build 80 apartments on this tiny little piece of land. Oh, oh shit, we need to put some, something sustainable in there because that's the fashion. You know, it needs to, if you really truly want to be sustainable, it has to be the very first question you ask yourself as a developer. So what you're really saying is you really have to consider the trucks delivering your bricks. Oh, you have of to course, of course. You, you yeah. have to consider each brick and mortar sort it's, of and, and, and that's and that's exactly how why i say no 100 percent sustainable sustainable is very difficult because you have to be getting uh locally sourced material and that's that's difficult like uh we've we've been working with bamboo teams and trying to get bamboo as local as we can and it's very 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 difficult to to do this because this area has grown at a rate so fast and it hasn't got the infrastructure especially the construction infra infrastructure directly around it so you have to consider the trucks coming across the country you have to consider just every angle i guess every angle uh it, what you're what you're doing with your waste um uh, one of the big things in developing in the uk which always amazed me is uh i think the, the one that got me with there was a, a, a development called tower bridge one tower bridge and we had to order, um, it's a limestone. And because um, the finish in London is very high, we, they, uh, the, the master developer, because we were a sub-developer, a sub-contractor underneath them, um, building it for a master, they, they, were, they were happy to pay for a 50% over the top just because they needed to deliver on time in case there was a damaged crate. And at the end of that, and, and, they, and they did that with everything, kitchens, everything. At the end of it, it all got chucked away. Everything left just gets thrown out because it's all budgeted in. And that blew my mind. And that, so here it's having a good surveyor and uh, having someone to actually really account for absolutely everything um, and having as least waste as possible as well. I mean, it's, there's so many different avenues to look at uh, it, than just putting a renewable energy source into a development and saying, oh, we're sustainable, or uh, we've planted a few plants, or whatever. It, it, you, if you want to be as that sustainable, you really need to be looking from the very beginning where you're getting stuff from, and, uh, and obviously all the other bits on top of that, so. What were some of the, as your process grew, and you started to look into technology, I'm sure you even looked at the, well, you're not using bricks. Actually, you know what? Let me regress. Were you the one that told me about the bamboo tree and about the planting of it? 
yeah, 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 yeah. Tell yeah, us yeah. a little story about the bamboo. It's, it's a ba- bamboo's very. This is what in a movie you would call, yeah. you know, uh, we go out of the scene just to. Tell yeah, us a so, no, bam- bamboo's really interesting for me. It's uh, uh, you plant the seed of bamboo and it takes four years to sprout, uh, three years to sprout, and then it grows at an incredible rate for the last year. Um, obviously, you can cut it and then it grows, so that's why uh, uh, bamboo plantations, you don't wait for the seed every time. But I just find that very almost meditational, that you can, you can water, uh, someone can water a seed for, for uh, three, three years and it not coming out the ground, and then poof, and it comes up on the fourth year. It's like, a, it's a really beautiful thing, and that's, uh, it, that's why I love bamboo. It's, it's, uh, it's actually a grass, it's not a, um, it's not a, a tree in any way, and so it grows at the rate of a grass. A piece of grass wood or weed essentially i think you use the metaphor of a monk you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know watering yeah. his plant seed all the time and the patience that it requires all right let's discuss technology sam let's discuss what you learned um as you went through this process because obviously uh, you're using mostly bamboo in your in your. Yeah, I mean, we're we're working with some fantastic bamboo teams, and we've we've learned a, a lot about the bamboo. We we set, we even sent our, our staff over to Peru. They did a course with the World Bamboo Congress, and it was a, a great course. And that's when we met Martin, who's actually now our bamboo project manager. So he's just running the bamboo. He arrives in three four weeks four weeks. So that's when the bamboo on Khan actually starts to take place and bamboo is an art it's it's a really beautiful art and how they do it it's uh, it's almost a whole new trade it's not your standard carpenter and uh, it to stand and watch these guys they knit and weave and and do all sorts of wonderful things with it um so i guess the bamboo is something we educated educated ourselves on um understanding materials so there's so many that's, that's so, what i find yeah, fascinating yeah. So, there's so many new materials and it seems to be every week i hear of another one i mean there's uh, bamboo steel that's come out as strong as steel for instance and it's uh they're struggling to bring it to market from what i understand because it doesn't biodegrade at all and if obviously the greenwashers of the world start making straws out of it because uh, it's a very hard resin type uh and call it bamboo straws all of a sudden we've got the same problem because it doesn't biodegrade so it, it there's people they have to be very sensitive bringing a lot of these things to market um coconut concrete um is fantastic basically anything that you can create a fiber from you can create a, con- a concrete from um so just think of anything hempcrete is something but then at the moment here hempcrete's an issue because you can't grow hemp so you have to bring hempcrete in so it's uh it's the uh, so materials are one thing. Uh, renewable energy sources. Um, I'm doing a lot of research at the moment into hydro. I mean, this area is sat on uh, the biggest uh, uh, underground river system in the world. Uh, if we can put some uh, a hydro plant into in, into the cenotes, uh, we could be churning out some some really good power. And they, you always had to have a real consistent, fast flow of water. But new te- technologies say that you barely need a flow. There is a flow in a cenote, but it can pull it in and it can create energy that way. Um, but then it's the controversial thing of going into the cenote with <laughs> everything. It's a sacred place, and you need to respect uh, uh, the underworld. Um, and I'm a true believer. After doing a, a, a couple of cave dives, that you really do need to respect the underworld. I shall never do that again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What, what other technologies did you discover? What about treatment uh, plants? Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, um, we, we looked into several tre treatment plants. They fascinated me. I say fascinated me is where your pee and poop goes. Uh, <laughs> they, they can only fascinate you so much. Uh, but uh, there is a lot of different technologies that are coming out at the moment. The one that we're using goes for a seven... Uh, it's a seven filtration process and so your pee and poop will go in and it will go through seven different filters and uh, uh, it will come out the other end and you can drink it. I mean the guy that did the demonstration to us drank the water but we, you, we're not going to drink it we're, yeah. we're going to um, use it for watering your plants. Your water, we're permaculture yeah so um, and the dry waste that comes out in here is, is I can't remember the percentage it's a very low percentage of dry waste uh, uh, but it's completely scent free it doesn't smell so you can use it as a fertilizer essentially is it, is it a normal compost system or with yeah. a with a ch wood chip or no no it's you're not, not using a dry dry no, no, system we're not, we're not we're not like using a dry system I, the wet we, I like the wet system but yeah, it, the wet system it, is more it, easier to access accessible yeah. right like yeah. if I know the wet system I'm not really losing anything mm. when I mm. shit in a in a dry toilet. I'm mm. like, it's, it's still yeah, it's still it's it's, still a little it's, psychological, and and it still need takes time to biodegrade. But this is actually pressurized. It goes through the filtrations and then it's left with the little piece at the end. So the technology is a bit further than the your dry compost system uh, uh, toilets. But uh, I really believe, really believe that is probably the biggest problem in Tulum right now. Uh, and we we really need to push in it. It needs to be a rule for all developers to be putting a system in because it's disgusting that they're putting it uh, any water into the cenotes. I mean, it's, essentially, it, they are uh, they're killing themselves. They're, it, it's so short-sighted. I mean, uh, because people come here for the cenotes and the sea, and if they're putting a load of shit into it because they're too lazy to put uh, some sort of system in place because there isn't a sewage system for us to go to, and um, whether the rules there or not, surely you, I just can't believe people can sleep at night if it's not, if it's, <laughs> if they if they don't put a system in. It's it should be budgeted into every every job, and it should be made a rule. And I believe any development that doesn't have it should be there. Yeah, and they should now. I think the uh, this is a call to the government should be s stepping in and going back as well, going back because there's developments that were built a few years ago and they haven't got a system, right? So let's make them put assistance in. Well, that's a good segue into going back to uh, All Is One's birth in the thought of becoming or making the developers or creating some sort of set of rules for this particular area. Tell us about some of those rules that you had been thinking about. Uh, obviously, one of them is get a sewer system in. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the first one is the sewer system. Um, the other one is the trees. I mean, the, you do the tree report. Um, where you go in and uh, you pay a, a ton of money for them to come in and they measure all the trees and it delays the project for a month, maybe two, because getting them there and they go out and they mark the trees, they tell you which ones you can cut down and which ones you can't. And then the next day, once you've had that report signed off, you, you go past these pieces of land and there's not one tree in place um, because there's no, there's no policing behind it. And that's where, that's uh, my, my theory on it. It's just the, poli the policing side, I think, because the rule's there. So... Um, uh, change that rule slightly because that rule doesn't make it easy it, it doesn't make it convenient and easy to develop so put the rule in you can move the tree or you can move the tree and you can you and you need to plant another three <laughs> you know um really try and try and push the growth of the jungle and, and and so so people aren't just plowing it down throwing a city type development on there and um and uh, and not 
being conscious and so obviously the the the, the wet systems the trees um renewable energy sources i believe um uh, even even if you are locked into the grid and i think i think here it's very wise to be still still locked into the grid um because obviously yeah it's things things can go wrong and uh, with solar people can not have power for a while if a storm comes in for a, the rainy season for a month um because i still because the technology is not good enough just yet as far as i'm concerned with the batteries the storage devices um so if you're uh, so you you can't really store the solar because um, that's not sustainable well, have itself. Have you seen the new Tesla? Uh, I, I've seen it, but again, all the the new Tesla te technologies they're not uh, because of the sale sale and demand, and it's all new technologies. They're not in anyone's price point. See, this is the other thing people need. It's not that badly priced. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw it at uh, eight thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars for a kilo four kilowatts or something. Yeah, but for that amount. You think how much a large development, what it would cost? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I it, mean, and, and the, how to 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 encourage a uh, a big developer to be using these? Um, there needs to be price points that are met because the fact is, it comes straight off the developer's bottom line, and that's you know that's something that we've had to really take a hit on essentially because we want to do something that's right and actually good for us um and make you know a bit of ego in there i'm not to take, take know, it I, I know you say that you take a hit on it but aren't your price points uh also i mean isn't yeah, the end, con uh, end consumer aren't you going to sell it a another whatever it is a hundred dollars more you, you, i yeah, mean so yeah, i mean yeah, you, you don't you, really take a hit no you, you you do because I mean, it's you because take it, a percentage hit but um it's it, uh, this is what i'm getting at it needs to oh, be poor developer <laughs> the price point it, it, that's the sale and demand the price point needs to come down uh, uh but that's so that, you're the, saying initial sale point yeah because uh, it's it, not strong enough to sell something yeah. just on the fact that it's fully sustainable yeah it's it it it, it need it, we People really need to believe in it more, and and, and uh, really not just be coming here for their return on investment. Uh, although um, having the concept like ours will actually give you more of a return on investment, because um, because everyone's building the same shit essentially. Uh, so having the the concepts, the um, the sustainable side of things, uh, as an investor buying them, and then they're going to rent them out as vacational properties. They they will be getting a higher return investment because if you're flicking for airbnb you're getting you're a higher get, occupancy you're, you're, you're getting a higher occupancy but the fact is the price point the percentage wise is still too high to take it back down to to the consumer essentially so see i i find that very counterintuitive because the richest people in this place are the fucking developers except Excuse me, me. <laughs> well except yeah. you sam you're you're a good guy but but you know, obviously they've made a shitload of money. You know, developers, and for the large part, mm. not the mid-range, low-end guy who's building a little apartment building, but developers, by and large, have made a lot of money. So that that's what I, you know, the one thing to change about the psychology of things. But this is, you can change the, psych you can't just change the psychology. It's bred, in, it's bred into them. That's what, they, they are. That's what I'm they, trying they to say. Are, they are this. So um, this is why I'm I'm trying to say, well, if, if the price points beca can become lower because you can put a rule in place that they have to use, it, 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 they have to use a certain amount of re renewable energy. So they have to s have to stick to a rule that has to happen. Um, otherwise, they, otherwise they're closed so down. You balance it. Uh, you balance their cost. Uh, they, and, and then all of a sudden, because they're you know these. 
Tesla, for instance, um, their, their um, technologies, they they set up a plant here, you know, because there'll be that much need and then that much demand. So then the price points go down and it, it, it helps the developer in the long run as well. Their price points can go slightly up and, it, and they can balance it and they're doing something good. There, there needs to be almost an infrastructure behind everything, but there's, it's very easy to start throwing, throwing things and saying, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And it's, and it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult because you still have to try and make the numbers work. Yeah, and uh, and it, you say poor developer, poor poor developer, um, uh, and I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I am. But what I'm saying is that you. It, it needs it needs to work because you can't just change someone's mind on things and and change the way their brains wired. Right. Well, I mean, but I think that that's also you know if we're thinking about sustainability because we're going to get into the. These are the larger scale issues of sustainability. I feel like there's a, a lot more deeper issues of sustainability at the core level. I, I just want to clarify, I only say, uh, use the term uh, poor developer in the sense that, uh, you know, when a company, large companies that have $50 billion in the bank, they don't make a dividend of another billion dollars the next year, they are not successful. So yeah, I just want to be yeah. careful about saying, you know, oh, you have to make each project, you know, when you're going into like a person like Mark, if he's going into a new project, he's already developed a certain way. If you've been developing for a while and you, you go into a project, obviously we have to educate, but you know, it, it would be very interesting to say, to change it at the vocal level, at the, at the, at the level where you understand the importance of it. I mean. My my question going back to this is that you say that that let's let's balance this because obviously um, solar is not at, at par, wind is not at par. It's not giving us enough power. You you have to have such a massive amount of investment by the time you're done to make it a luxury place that it's just not cost effective. So it's okay to have a bit of li uh, light from the CFA and. Uh, and then and then do a 25 30 percent grid or something um, uh, it's okay renewable energies aren't the biggest problem there that's let's be dead straight with that they're 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 not this if you're going to localize this area there's a lot bigger problems than than the renewable energies and it's uh because we're destroying the area directly i mean uh, yeah, the mangroves are yeah. gone the reef yeah, is, it's, is it's, almost it's, it's gone so, so the, it, and the uh, trash uh, problem uh, is uh, ridiculous um uh, a, a good effort um uh for instance, okay, my my development car, our development car is not is is not a hundred percent run on solar. We're locked into the grid for two reasons. One, uh, obviously, in uh, rainy season, we we still need to have power. Um, if it's a month of rain, we're, you, you, and we're not, we haven't got storage devices. Uh, and two, I'd ha it was counterproductive to be cutting down the jungle to put a solar farm in, and I didn't have the room. So what what could I do? I've actually now seen some new technology where the, the solar actually sits above the tree line. It's incredible, and it just. Uh, but it's not released to market yet, and God knows how much that's going to cost when yeah, it comes, I mean, right? It's, it's, it's in market. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want it, but yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way. And it's uh, exactly so. It's, it's almost like um, the people are creating these incredible things, but because it, it's like art, they're creating it, but then they want shit ton of money for it because you're the first to be using it. So if you want to be bringing these technologies in, you need to be hitting the hitting the price points with it as well. Uh, and the only way to do that is to create a set of rules where everyone has to do it. And then it's priced in at the very beginning. It may take the prices up even further here, right? It may, it might, may tweak them up a bit more, but it will save the area. 
Yeah. Which will then save your occupancy rates, which will then make you more money, be more long-term. You will save to them. Um, I mean, people's mentality, the, the, the wealth of this world, I mean, very recently, obviously, the Notre Dame, that's completely blowing my mind that they raised a billion dollars in two days over one building, and you can't raise money for saving the planet and, and so it, it's just saving the planet it, it, feeding the hungry I'm sorry sick. it's a fucking building it, it's it, it, and it, it's a nice building don't get me wrong it's got a lot of history don't get me wrong but it's still a building right it's still just a building uh, and it's the same the same thing as you, you we protect buildings we say you can't move that part of the building it's protected it's, it's got this on it now we don't protect a tree that's been there for 500 years or a thousand years they're not protected they're not protected some have got protection things on them but not not to the levels that we protect a building so why uh, and that's coming well, from you a developer. can almost hear the marketing department yeah. of, of mobile yeah. saying hey guys it's a great opportunity yeah. let's go fix notre dame yeah. we can and, 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 utilize and, and, it. And, and i mean as, i'm being as, a little too cynical but and as chris actually said he's a, uh, my friend chris is over from england um uh, yeah he uh, he said, w "The other thing is, why didn't they jump on to fix it first? Because there, there was a there was a lot of problems, and why weren't these billionaires jumping in to say, okay, yeah, we love this building. It's all to do with marketing. They just want to. Didn't they, they just rebuild it? It they was just they, rebuilt. They, no, it they're, was they're, they're rebuilding it, and that's how the fire started. Oh, okay. Um, controversially, because it started in two places, um, which I find very interesting. Uh, but uh, but what I'm getting at is that's the actual." Uh, the mentality of the world and the, uh, and the, and the wealthy. I know I hate to categorize people because uh, some of the nicest people I've ever met are super wealthy, but then, uh, or some of the nicest people I've ever met are, uh, are living in squalor essentially. And it's, it's, it, I don't like to put people in brackets because of the amount of money they got. It's just something I don't know. But, but, you know, it's, it, there is a mentality to money and 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 the ad, I think what we're talking about is the psychology of money is that you need to make more money the psychology of money is that money makes money and what makes money make money you know there's a good Henry Miller uh, essay you should look it up uh, in this uh, standstill like a hummingbird um, and and the mentality is is that you know if we start to see that less is more because sustainability is less is more you know like not overdoing things not you know trying to find creative solutions for your environment which leads me to this this thing sustainability and development is obviously essential you know but there is also sustainability of a community sustainability of, of I, I completely agree you know and so let's talk that about that a little bit more have you explored beyond your world of being a developer on and I, I know that we you have and, and I think you and I have been speaking about this and I firmly believe that community recognition of community uh, s protecting the community having housing for the community in a in a gold rush space like this that's also a part of it's sustainability a, break, breaking down the divide I mean I, I've, I've mentioned this story to you as well as a uh, TED talker that I listened to and he talks about the billions of dollars that were spent in Africa and nothing actually got fixed and he said that he was over there as a worker and uh, Italian guy and he's uh, in Mozambique and uh, as the Italians go in they planted their zucchinis and their fresh vine tomatoes and uh, in this valley and, and with all these starving people 
and uh, they were growing and day on day they were saying why aren't these people feeding themselves what, what, what they didn't get it they couldn't get their head around it and the last day before things were about to get harvest all the hippos came out the river and ate it all um, and they went over to the the villagers and said, why didn't you tell us and the villagers response was you didn't ask and i think there's a big part of that here there's a lot of people going in and telling telling the local communities you need this you need this you need no one's really asking everyone's saying okay we need to do this for them but if you if we actually go in and actually speak to some of these local communities it would be a really interesting almost experiment to find out what they really want this area is not slowing down it's not slowing down and it's it's it is a sad reality we can't it's not going to slow down now progress can't stop no yeah. prog progress won't stop um but just out of pure respect we should be in there asking them what they want how how can we help how can we help and we should be getting together all as one we should be getting together and and, and getting something together to help these people how they want to be helped not how we think they should be helped um i mean that, that goes back through hundreds of years i like to think talk about the um aborigines in australia you know um they you partly grew up uh, in New Zealand. No, no, no. Um, my 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 mum's half Tasmanian, so I, Tasmanian. I yeah, yeah. My, so she she's uh, had a big background. Now I spent I spent time there, and it's 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 uh, it's a wonderful place. But when I was in I was in the outback of Australia, travelling around Australia, and a, a good friend of mine, Gavin, he was working, and he was working in the uh, the Aborigine houses that they put up for them. They I don't like to use the word Aborigine, but it's Indigenous, but it's. Uh, it's the, the 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 word in australia if you like and uh they it, he called me up and he said sam you've got to come and see this and i i drove down to one of the houses he was working he was putting insulation in the roofs and they had chopped up all the furniture that the government had given them and he put it in the middle of the room and they were having fires in the middle of the middle of the living room and that just says that's how they want to live ask them don't tell them that's how if that's how you someone wants to live that's how we should be helping them um, so I think that's the key, is to ask them. But how, it's the same mentality issue that you sympathize with a developer who can't spend this much money, the bottom line, and we've got to coax the developer, we've got to coax everybody into this. How do you, how do you formulate and justify that change of mentality? How do we, how do we go and, and, and first of all, What's the first thing that we need to do for the community and, and how do you foresee it? Uh, uh, I, uh, and Okay, the rules. Rules are the f first thing. Big one on rules. Because no one seems to fucking follow them. So, <laughs> so there's uh, a list of rules that you have to follow, that you have to, otherwise you can't build, or you are fined. There are big fines in place. And one of those rules should be what you're doing for the, there should be some sort of um, something you can be doing for the com community. So uh, even if it is the the sustainable award system, one of the awards should be what are you doing for, one of the sections should community be what, what are you doing for the community? Show us what you're doing. You have to donate to this course or you have to do that or you have to be setting something up, some sort of NGO to be doing something. I don't know. I mean, it's how, how deep do you go into it? But um, yeah, the community thing is something that really, really needs addressing because the divide is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I mean, obviously, the, my sociologist friend uh, would say, you know, the creative core, they come into a place and they push, um, you know, the, the original core out of place and, and there's a displacement of sorts in here 
that's causing a lot of psycholo- psychological problems. Why can't, you, you know, you, you said you don't know what it is that you do for the community. Uh, there are many things, right? It's, I mean, the rules can be set. I just don't know if they can be followed. But because we have to change the mentality, right? You have to change the, the sort of idea of, of purpose, you know? It's not about just buying an ambulance, so to speak, even though that's a great act and to help the Red Cross. Again, like sustainability, it starts in the pre-planning stage. We all I'm going to say rules again. That's where the rules have to come in. So the rules are there at pre-planning. Okay, so what do we do? We need to look after the community. Okay, that's one of the things. That's already within our budget. That's what we're doing for the so community. That's another one of the so rules. That's another one of the rules. And then the next rule, and then the next rule, and the next rule. Uh, renewable energies, uh, waste management. All of these rules that, uh, that you have to stick to. Um, and one of them being community. It's, it, it, it's the way this area can really, really take a turn. It really can. You know, you said to me an interesting thing not too long ago, you said, you know, uh, we've been talking a lot and I'm having a little bit of a difficult time on creating action towards this other side of things, you know. Um, How difficult has it been? And what is the one thing, I, I know that we've spoken about housing for the sustainable housing for the poor subsidized housing. Uh, what, what is the difficulty and, and, and how do you think you can get to action? Okay, one of my one of my ideas was to actually uh, I wanted the information, and I don't know if it's to do with corruption or whatever it may be in this area, but I've been fishing for some information of the cost to build a social house, a singular cost for a social house. So, for one house for X amount of people. Um, So, if I can get that cost, and then I can try and create something, a social housing create that one house in a sustainable manner following all the rules that I talk of for the same price and then present it to the government um, it would be very hard for them to turn it down and I know it's possible I know it's possible but I need that cost so anyone out there who's got that cost give it to me so yeah well let's get Sam that cost but you also said what, what if the government doesn't help? Because obviously the ways of the system are so deep-rooted, so bureaucratic, and so corrupt mm. that maybe it's not the answer of the government. Maybe it's the answer of the developers or, or, or the people that have businesses here, don't um, you think? I, um, I mean, you, unfortunately, you, it's, uh, the, 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 as far as I understand... do you belong to a, a developer's... Uh, there, uh, there, there, there is an association here, and the developers are talking. They are talking of action. Um, I... I can't talk of what action they, they are they're talking of, but there, there's, there's some, some very interesting things that go on. Um, that's that's one, one thing. I mean, from what I understand, going back to the government housing, uh, is I understand that there's a, a larger developer that's um, it's not just in, this, in, the, in, the, in the region, essentially, that does the government housing. It's a, it's a Mexico-wide developer and it's actually run Mexico wide it's not just that's, it's, the, that's, that's what a, I was really and, talking. And, and, and that's the biggest issue when you've got the uh, it's a big issue when you've got one of the big guys that doesn't understand the area it's not it's just come in plow the jungle down put some housing because you need to they need to get a few thousand people in homes as quick as possible right so that's where the problem arises and it it's getting the connection in with those guys um, and actually 
teaching them to give a shit essentially you know it's just because it's such a big um it, corporation if you like and it would just be such a big money spinner just to be house bashing one two three four five without any consciousness or thought going into it um because they need to churn them out as quick as possible and they're they're probably doing it all over mexico in different areas as uh, agreements with the government i don't know people are probably getting backhanders and paid off here and there. i mean of yeah. course that's the, that's a fact um, you know? so, to, so, so to get in and get those numbers and then present it so then it gets presented in higher places um it's it, it, it could be difficult it could be dangerous too no of course it mm. could be dangerous in mexico but but you, that's why you have to have a government agency a fe at a federal level yeah. you know with you to, to in order to do anything obviously but but i mean a number of uh, you can't build a house i, I don't understand what what you need this number for what what does that mean cuz the, num the uh, let's be honest the the, the only time the government will listen if you can if you can do it cheaper right because you're building thousands of homes so if i get that number then i can start at that number and backtrack uh, if I don't have that number, like uh, what yeah. they would pay for, what, well, what they would subsidize. How, no, how much? No, not, it's not about me developing it. I don't want to. This is the last thing I want to get involved in. No, no. But um, it's it's about me uh, finding that number out, designing something for them that they can be doing. You look, you can be doing this in a sustainable manner in this area, um, and it's going to be cheaper. Run with it. It, that, that's kind of the, the model on it it's not it's not a case of okay I need that number so I can get close to it and then just uh, make a bit of profit it's not no, that no, in no, any no, way no, 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 that's no, not no, what no, I meant no. what I meant was what I, what I was asking was not that you I was just saying can't you submit take a guesstimate and, and all that knowledge design something uh, is it, that and, it, and again guesstimates here for me bearing in mind I've only been here a couple of years some, <laughs> some things just shock me some things are ridiculously expensive in comparison to Europe and others are half the price and it seems to be a, it, it would be it would be very difficult guesstimate and we don't know we don't know the the, the, the real term figures that they're dealing with they don't, we don't know the real term figures of who they're paying if you know what I mean where this money's going what money's going into it we need to know the real term figures um, and that's that's the scary thing about it essentially well I mean it's unfortunate that everything is just so money orientated no it's 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 just it, it, it's not you know sustainability physical building um, uh, you know figuring out the technology these are these are very great incredible things that are needed which are going to affect the environment but at the same time I just feel for these people that are just the psychological effect must be so total upon them that, you know, I, I heard of the Melipona farmer uh, the other day that we filmed recently and we went to go get the Melipona, or I didn't, Margo went to, the woman you met the other day, went to get the Melipona and they were all just drunk uh, completely didn't you know the melopona was was done and, and you know there's alcoholic problems there's there's a deep psychological effect that's happening and everything just seems so you know their, their kids are moving away uh it just seems so difficult to be able to help these people while we make 
it just makes me quite well, the, sad. The, the psychological effect is there. It's there and it's real. I mean, um, I think it was Nico said last week, he said, oh, it's the, we need to educate the Mayans. I said, no, we don't. <laughs> we, we really don't. Uh, uh, oh, well, I've just done a clean-up around the area, and when I, when I did my clean-up, it was just Coke bottles, and they don't care. Yeah, they don't care, because they've stopped, gi- they've stopped giving a shit because we've come in and taken everything off of them. They've stopped caring. They've, they've got alcohol problems. They've got, and it's the same... You know, it's the same happened in Australia. It's the same happened in in America. It's it, it's just it history. Re- all the, it's, all his, it's, his, it's, it's history repeating itself. But the, the fact is, it's so condensed here. Mm. It's just such a small little place that that to create an example would be incredible. What, what's what's next for you, Sam? I mean, you know, aside from trying to save Tulum and trying to affect change, how what what is next for you? How do you move forward through? So. I, I suppose that my my direct next moves uh, there's there's several things I'm working on um, some that I can't talk about um, but it's it, it, but as a person my next move is to continue growing and educating myself here uh, understanding the area and doing what I can doing what I can just keep on I mean I hate to say it but be be being the the, the eco warrior trying to trying to live by example um, try and um, just keep keep plugging away because this isn't this this problem's not going overnight it's not like we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and be like okay we've we finally we sorted it it's not going to happen it's just going to be work and i see this as my life work here i'm not going anywhere not going anywhere and this is i i found i found my calling should we say and uh, and uh, yeah it's it's uh, i found my passion and so what's next for me is it will organically happen and i'm so to speak so to speak you know <laughs> and and i and i i move on through and um my my vision is pure with it as well it's 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 really is from the heart on what i want you know what i really really believe in so um with that in mind i think it's it and uh, I, I, I think I'm always a believer that the world will reflect back and so if I'm doing the right thing I'm sure good things will happen and doors will open so and people want to help um, even just talking on this show and having the people in as all as one is uh, it's already opening some doors because I'm speaking to people and uh, and understanding what they're doing here and thinking okay we can help with that we can link with that that's and almost creating a bubble to to actually a bubble of change uh, and if I can be at the front of that bubble of change and pushing it along, I will be. Well, bubbles are circular, so you can be at like twelve. I can three, still, it depends what way. Six, it, it depends nine. what way. It depends what way it's moving, right? If, it, I'm, I, if the bubble's moving, I'm, I'm at the front. <laughs> <laughs> and and who said a bubble's circular? Uh, Have you not seen Dumbo? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right then. Um, well, you know, it's been a pleasure speaking to you today, and 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 keep pushing the rock up the hill, and, and I'll be by your side pushing it with you, and trying to affect change and action uh, at a visceral level, you know, and um, and I think you're right. I think this this show, Radio Tulum, or the conversation that that is happening, is you know, we started Love for Tulum. We invited everybody get together, and now I think there's a unified Tulum thing happening. Uh, with the, me- the, the message is growing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I hope we can uh, we can create Tulum. Oh, you know, before we go, it's it's very, it's it's a poignant example. You know, uh, there's a lot of people who who are afraid of electricity coming to the beach. You know, everybody was like, "Oh my God, electricity is coming to the beach. It's going to get ruined." 
See, that's where even the local person has to understand what is better than, uh, uh, than something else. So is it better to have biodiesel generators running or, or an electrical is grid? It, is it funny enough, I was talking to David Graziano about this the other day, and he was talking... He had been talking about m making his heart, the, all, all of that end, all, all of his bits, or he's got several bits up there, hasn't he? Uh, solar. But there's no real uh, way of actually bringing it in so it will work 100%. You still need, you're still, you need you're, the grid you're, to, to charge need, the batteries. You need that. So the grid has to come in. It has to come in. Um, it, surely it's better, it's better than generators at this stage here. Um, but then it would give the opportunity to use it as a backup grid because the because once the power's in you can use it as a backup grid um, and and then you can be putting your renewable energy sources in because you have power for those renewable energy sources to be to be running from the start so you don't have to have these enormous batteries these storage devices you can have a backup grid and it uh, and even if you're running on 70% solar you're still making a, a if everyone ran on 70% solar you think of the impact that would be making so uh, no one's expecting everyone to be a hundred percent on everything but if everyone pushes to make that little change that little change and those little changes will grow and if they're 70 percent this year in five years they might be a hundred percent you know and because uh, it's not going to happen overnight and i think that's what people need to appreciate this area is changing so fast um that there's an opportunity for it to look like it's happened very quickly here uh but it will still be a progress it will still be a progress. No, no one's going to be 100% solar, and then, uh, especially if the if the backup grid's not here. Well, I think we can balance and curb the progress. In, I mean, it's fascinating the new technology where they're building up trees. There's a ton of jungle that you can put a solar uh, farm above the I jungle. Mean, I mean, look at all the cenotes, the open cenotes here. China are floating them on floating panels on lakes now, um, and uh, and they actually generate more power because of reflections off the water. It's incredible. So they do very very clever stuff there's a lot out there and um, renewable energies aren't really my my my, my no, no they're not they're not my my passion they, they're just they're, they're it's a renewable energy right then it's it's interesting it's great but um there's i i prefer to be really looking at the real localized things that we can be doing directly here yes renewable energy yeah we can put that in put it in done tick yeah, but let's look at let's look at the other stuff. Let's look at everything else that's going on. Let's look at the trees. Let's look at what we're cutting down. Let's not put a road through that's. Um, I mean, Audi Azama, for instance, they've got two highways, one either side, going through a development that I don't ever think I've ever seen four cars driving through. Why? How many thousands of trees they cut down for that road? That blows my mind. And how much more expensive was it? And how how pretty could that have been if it was a really thin, nice track through the jungle? taking you off into each little development it would have been so much more beautiful so much more beautiful and uh and it would have and, and the trees could have been replaced very easily yeah yeah and well they could have just put the track through um even if it's a normal road two lanes not i bet you can get 15 cars side by side if you go on both sides of the road it's in, it's insane no. and, and that's what the point that i was just trying to make balance and thought and common sense are the leading I think we all have consciousness. I think you know it's inherent in us. The it's in the air. I think it's it's the the subconscious frequencies and and uh, uh, our conscious frequencies are vibrating this. And I think we have to balance and see what's better and 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 look for the future and put into place 
future things. Consider the future of what you do today will affect tomorrow. And that's a real important thing to understand is, is to plan ahead. Don't try to fix something for now. Also think about tomorrow because that's where the change will take place. Uh, Sam, thank you for letting me uh, be a part of your show today and to really get your story out into the open. Hi, thank you. And, and, you know, I'm going to let the cat out of the back. Sam is just such a multidimensional being. We're going to ask him to come play a song for us one of these days at Radio Tulum. Will you do that for us, Sam? Play on the guitar. I don't, I don't sing. You, you can sing for me, man. All right, I'll sing in my deep voice and we'll have some fun. At least you'll get to play the guitar. Uh, why don't you sign off to your show, brother? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Um, this is Radio Tulum. Uh, feel the love in everything you do. We'll see you next week. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs>